You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last night. night. Coming to you from Stand Up New York Labs. Guys We Guys Fucked. We fucked. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. Uh, guys We Fucked, the anti-slut-shaming podcast coming to you from Stand Up New York Labs in New York City. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. We are sorry about last night. Um, oh, yeah. Today I'm not. You're not sorry about last night? No. I am sorry about two nights ago. You're sorry about two nights? Wait, what was two nights ago? Oh. Well, the roast of the Dan St. Germain. Dan St. Germain, yeah. This is the thing, though. Me and Steven hadn't had sex in like a couple days. Uh-huh. And I was just, when I drink, first of all, when I drink, I'm just like. You were drunk. Yeah, I was drunk. And it was fun. But I came home and I just wanted to bang. Right. And he was up, which was, it was like 2 a.m. He was up. Uh-huh. I was so excited. And I was like, wait, let me go to the bathroom, take out my contacts. And then, uh. <laughs> I barfed. You barfed? Yeah. Wow, you, you corinned it. Yeah. And then he was, he heard me. I like flushed the toilet and put the shower on so he wouldn't hear me. And I tried to like Does he get grossed really. out? No, but I just, I feel gross. Like if I know he heard me, me vomiting and just me knowing about it, I don't care because I brushed my teeth, take right. care of it, you know. But, uh, and I usually don't vomit when I drink. Oh, that was like a thing I did when I was much younger. And he, I get back in the bedroom. He goes, "Ooh, barfs McGee, eh?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, god damn it!" And then we just went to bed. Oh my god. Well, the thing is, usually after I puke, I don't feel well. I usually don't either, but I did that time. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, usually we don't get drunk at the same time. And I saw I know. you, and you were making all kinds of weird poses. And I was like, "Oh boy, someone had." A lot oh well, that was because that was a crazy person uh, that uh, had cl- clinged onto our group. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. She's I understand. Very crazy. Like um, mentally ill. <laughs> she was crazy. I didn't uh, know how to handle it. And of course, Mike Racine had sex with her. All right, everyone. Hey, oh. everyone's a comedian. My name. Um. So before we get into it, uh, I do want to shamelessly self-promote uh, our guys, shows. One week. From, From today. today, we will be at Comics at Foxwoods in Connecticut hosting two nights, Filthy Friday and uh, what? The Nasty Show oh, on okay. Saturday. I was, I was like, Sexy Saturday? Yeah, I was looking for alliteration. I was like, that's definitely not the name of the show. <laughs> um, it's going to be Christina and myself hosting. And they're at what time? Uh, 10.30. Dude, they're going to be good. You guys, if you're to live near the Connecticut area or a surrounding state, you should come. It's going to be- Or drive, yeah. It's going to be a shit show. It's going to be really fun. And it's a really nice- it's a nice, fun venue. We're going to be there I believe sleeping you. over on Friday. Yeah, we got a hotel room. I'm so excited. I love hotels. We're going to have booze. We're going to uh, have a boobs. great... Boobs. Boobs. Chris boobs. and I are both bringing our boobs. Yeah. Um, I was going to leave mine at home, and I was like, you know what? Let's it's, bring them. It's Connecticut. <laughs> I think we should bring the party. The thing is, with a casino, like, we will be in Connecticut, but you could, like, a casino is just a bubble. Like, it could be fucking anywhere. Yeah, like, that's just, true. You don't leave. Do you like gambling? Uh, no, I hate it. Me too. I don't have $10 to lose. Oh, I don't no, have no, $1 no. to lose. The thought of losing money gives Makes me, me cry. such anxiety. <laughs> we have no money, guys. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, oh, I could stuff $20 into a machine that will not give it back to me, or I could buy a hamburger. <laughs> I put my pants on this morning. Thank you. And um, there was a dollar in the back pocket. And, you and the lost joy, the joy that I felt 
was, and then I spent it on two 50 cent bags of chips in the vending machine. Wow. <laughs> when it was I was so worth it. When I was younger, I used to take my allowance and I would hide it in increments of oh, $20. That's what I do with my weed. <laughs> I hide it for myself around it. And then I would have an index. I would I take on an index card. I would write like a key just in case I forgot where the money was. And then I taped <laughs> it under my Christ. desk with the secret. And then I would ultimately forget. And then, and then one time I just so found the key and I was like, oh my God, I have all this money <gasps> hidden Treasure in my hunt. room. This is great. That's amazing. Yeah. I wish I still had that hidden, unfortunately. That's what I do to my credit card. I do that to my credit card too. Oh yeah. You I don't. get drunk you and I it. hide it. You throw it. I saw you throw it in the attic one time. Oh uh, yep. I threw it. I just pitched it in my loft, storage loft and <laughs> it yeah. took me, it only took me a few years to find it. So that was good. I remember that was a fun day. But I fucking found it and I treated everybody. <sighs> All right. Speaking of treats, last week we spoke about a, a, a very in-depth uh, abortion. Yes. And uh, there's a good. The feedback was good. I was I was hoping that people would kind of recognize that uh, this doesn't get talked about a lot. I don't didn't even know. I what didn't know. Yeah, did. me neither. I didn't what know what happens the whole process. when a woman chooses to do that, and then what the process is. Right. But it was good. I was glad that people uh, people really appreciated it. Yeah. I was happy about that. We got that. some good feedback. Um, so uh, uh, a gentleman named Carl wrote us on our Facebook page. He messaged us and he said, hey, fucker ladies, I love the show. The first episode I listened to with the crying in the intro. That was <laughs> awesome. Was uh, that one me? Of, yeah. Oh. Uh, one, of, one of you all mentioned <laughs> how people were listening with their dick in their hand. I tend to listen at work a lot, so that was only figuratively the case. <laughs> I was hoping for titillation at first, which I feel like a lot of people do when they stumble across our podcast uh but i found it's so completely otherwise it's just so very good and revealing to hear women talk openly about sex the reason that is so important for me plays into why i wanted to write to you bitches write you bitches up and thank you i love what your ex-sex worker guest had to say she diffused a great deal of stigma surrounding sex workers which was great but she also explained why being a john is no great sin or personal fault either men have sexual needs that they sometimes cannot fulfill in the normal way right uh, it resonates with me because i suffer from major anxiety dating is a nasty mess for me me too I keep, <laughs> me three i keep trying to but things rarely work out even to date uh even with even out wait shit <laughs> work out even to date number two Ugh, i can't read out loud like i hope i never have to give a eulogy <laughs> Uh, it has been over two years since I had sex. No fellatio, no penetration, nada. I'm lucky to live in an internet age where porn is free and plentiful. Still, human crave something more, don't they? Uh, I used to feel shame, fur uh, furtive. 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 <laughs> Again, can't read out loud. Hope I never have to read at anybody's funeral. That's really going to suck for me. All secretive about my extracurricular activity, mostly adult theaters, video booths, recently stripper booth. Uh, like I was some sort of degenerate. I'm just thankful to have a voice in my head provided by you ladies reminding me that there's nothing wrong with what I am doing, that I have basic human needs and I'm allowed to fulfill that need. And then he goes on to say, you know, what advice do you give for people who are anxious like me? who kind of can't get, you know, don't ha have a hard time going up to women. Have you heard of wine? Oh, yeah, whiskey is what I reckon. He didn't say if he drank or not. Right. We're actually drinking a Limerita. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Bud Light is not our sponsor, but if anyone from Bud Light is listening. Get her done. Bud Light. I would shit all over Bud Light. No, no, no. Bud Light Lime. Oh, yeah. Bud Light and Bud Light Lime are two very different things. I agree. Bud Light Lime is one of the best beers it's I've like cool ever drank. It's like cool and young and fresh. Bud Light's like... It's like soda for adults. Yeah. Bud Light's for... And guys, don't be drinking. 
if you're not 21. <laughs> I really, honestly, though, because you guys listen to me, and I'm sure a lot of you think, like, oh, this one lo- loves the You would think you've been drinking booze. for a while, but you really haven't. I, ha- I, I didn't start drinking until I was 21, and not because, like, I'm, like, a r- fucking crazy rule follower, just because there wasn't a need. Um, things Basically, things don't get that bad uh, until you're 21. So I just, didn't drink because things got so bad. save it. I drank in high school because there were parties, and I wanted to be a part of that shit, and I wanted to make out with all the seniors when I was a freshman because I had a thing for older people. Oh, God. I just still do. Ugh, don't, oh man, I don't know. I just drinking, the drinking in high school, just a lot of liquid vomit I've seen. Ooh. Just pure well, liquid into like CVS bags and shit. Yeah, yeah, that happens. No that one happens needs, when you're young. No one needs to see that. Um, Do you want to read one more? Uh, Yes. Uh, the, let, the middle one's good. Okay, B-Dub writes, hi ladies, I'm a 22, about to be 23 June 10th. Can I get a shout out, please? You're old shout female. Shut up, uh, I feel like I have to say that seeing as how most of your listeners seem really young, I was curious if either of you had a song, I love this one, <laughs> or a list of songs. Songs you like to bump uglies with yourself to. Personally, I like to masturbate or even fuck to what I am by Edie Brickell, and my husband loves anything by Nickelback. Still trying to to figure out how we got married with that little factor. (laughs) I'm a songwriter, and as such, I enjoy all types of music. So, any suggestions on some different sounds to finger bang to, or what your personal preference is if you have one? P.S. I love the podcast, and my husband and I listen every week uh, and get into some pretty heated discussions over certain topics. Uh, I just found out I'll be seeing you in Connecticut. Super excited. Love B-Dub. Well, we'll see you hey, there. B-Dub. B-Dub. See you in Connecticut. Uh, please come up and say, introduce yourself as B-Dub because otherwise we're, we need to make this connection. Yeah. Um, I don't bump, well, first of all, bump uglies. I've never heard that phrase for masturbating. For I never, masturbating. yeah, yeah, and I never heard it using, I've heard it, but never in terms of masturbating. Yeah. Oh, what did you think it meant? Like bump? I bumped into an ugly person? No, I thought it was like f- <laughs> just fucking someone you felt sorry for. I don't know. I mean, I mean that up. I don't know. <laughs> I bumped uglies. It was so sad. Uh, I don't masturbate to music. I masturbate to porn. And I masturbate to porn. This is Christina. I masturbate to porn so I don't, yeah. If I can, if I'm in, if I turn the volume up and that's what I listen to. I masturbate to thoughts. Um, see, wait, I. <laughs> so intellectual. I always turn the volume down on porn. I fucking hate. I hate the Here's sound the thing. of porn. When the girls go, eh, 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 like a freaking so, like dying dog. Oh my god! No, there's no, a seal. Son. It's. I think I'm watching oh. Andre. It ruins it. Oh, it can ruin it for me so bad. If they're so, if the, what's going on is so hot, and then the noise is like, <laughs> like oh, or you god. just hear the fucking ball sack against the ass. <laughs> I'm like that feels good. Wait, I don't need. Like, I don't need to hear that. You know, I'm just. That's that not. Was, that sound like that. That's not know. like a. That's not like a. <laughs> hot sound <laughs> when or i'm having sex really bad s- music yeah oh yeah like oh like i don't like i don't like these this thing where they i was actually i watched porn the other day just you know did you yeah and i to d- masturbate or just to no, be like wonder what the kids uh, are doing no, i can't watch porn just to watch porn it's too uh, me either no so i yeah and and i hate these ones where they try to like make them seem like films i'm like let's get to the thing. i know i know there's like a there's like a, a filter over it yeah like I a found, little glamour shot I found this European guy who just like basically like stops like real people goes around with his camera and stops like real chicks and like offers them money to do crazy shit. Well, yeah, but the, if if it's on a porn site, they're probably oh, I'm preempted, sure right? Yeah. Oh, God, I would hope it is. Unless God. there's this many crazy people running around, yeah. I'm re- I'm living taking a, a trip. Really tame life. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was fun. And no, I always I always search things like. Yeah, yeah, what do you look at when you look goth, at goth, goth brunette teen? That's usually so. It looks search. like you. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, big titted, curly haired girl. Yeah, it's very nar- narcissistic for me. I, yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't like blondes. I don't like tan lines. I don't like r- big fake boobs. Big boobs are okay as long as they're not fake. Yeah. Um. Um. um that's yeah. That's- yeah, the boobs have to be like beautiful, like very natural. Fake mm-hmm. boobs freak me out. In naked fake boobs. Not all of them. Like, some of them are really good. I'm sure I don't even know they're fake, but. Right. Yeah. I haven't masturbated the thoughts in a while. Yeah. I'm not even. What does that mean? Is that bad? I don't know. So, I mean, I think. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't also don't masturbate to music, but I think uh, as far as sex, I used to always uh, have my ex. Nine Inch Nails. Tell my. Oh, Nine Inch Nails is my number one. That's a good album to fuck to. The Downward Spiral is my number one recommendation. After that, I would say I usually call them jams, which is music by black people, but not like crazy rap. Like, like, and not also, I don't like R&B, like but something like, no, like smooth, like somewhere from like the, the 90s, uh-huh. like 90s black Just people instrumental? singing. No, black people. Oh. Like R. Kelly. Genre. Oh, so, so R&B. Well, I don't like, I, I don't tend to like R&B in general though. Okay. But isn't R. Kelly R&B? Uh, I don't know. Let's not get into that. Jams. Uh, Just jams with the jams. Z. I used to, uh, when I was younger and more emotional, put on like Radiohead. Right. Oh, that even if I didn't like the person, that made me like the person. Because I was like, it's like I'm in an indie movie. Oh, yeah. I was just like, take out of reality real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Or like you want a good cry, like when Darren, Darren, who was two episodes ago, we, uh, oh god, we would have sex in the back of his van all the time to like Coldplay and Radiohead. It was so emotional. And I was like, I love you so much, Darren. I, my first boyfriend I used to have, we used to have sex to like he was a big fan of uh, the songwriter Jim Steinman, who okay. wrote who wrote most of the uh, songs for Meatloaf. He, <gasps> he wrote your Bonnie Tyler oh! fucking making love, yeah, all that kind of like very dramatic. Yeah. Oh, that's my dude. I still, I still can't even like listen to any of those songs without getting emotional. Really? Yeah. So when I sing those in karaoke, do you cry? No, I mean, I don't cry. And that's not a boyfriend <laughs> I cry over. Oh, okay. But, you know. Yeah, I, I stopped listening. I stopped having sex to music, which is weird because I date someone who's in the music industry for so long. But maybe that's why he doesn't want to listen to yeah, music. I, I, just don't, I don't, just put, don't, don't put so much thought into it anymore. Really. Yeah, I don't either. But I used to. I used to like light the candle, put yeah. the thing in, put the I like when other room. people do that. I like when guys light candles and set the mood. And shit like that. Yeah. But I don't want to have to do it. Oh, I used to. Look, if a guy was coming over when I was single and I would have guys come over. Well, I mean, I clean my room and like, oh, I did the candle. on. I, I put the radio, like I put iPod speakers like all the way in the back of my apartment so it didn't look so obvious. Right. So it's like, well, we could sleep together. Look, it's all set up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. Don't be there. There's a candle and some music. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. I'm excited for our guests. Me too. Let's just get them on because we're, Let's get them I on. mean, they're sitting literally right next to us. One of them has no fucking shoes on like he's goddamn oh. fucking hot hot smeggy like he's jack johnson over here (laughs) he he doesn't even know that reference he like looked at me like what are we talking about where's your puka style necklace tommy (laughs) you got the earrings come on all right all right we got pierced together um so we have two guests on today uh two of my closest friends in the entire world uh one i think i've i think i've mentioned tommy before uh i think you have as my main gay uh and then my other super good friend uh grant uh i've known them both for a long time probably would have been dead um somewhere uh in the back of a gay club a long time ago <laughs> without grant uh definitely grant yes. yeah i was gonna say definitely grant tommy tommy probably would have just helped like- <laughs> Yeah, he would have thought you were sleeping. Fun fact. Would've, he would have given you a blanket. <laughs> Fun fact about Tommy and I, uh, we actually had a failed reality TV show together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> emphasis on the failed. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, and uh, they have a lot of. Uh, they actually, besides being our friends, they they actually have a lot of. Uh, they have unique knowledge, and they're both different. But I'm, I'm gonna let so you. T- I'm gonna let them tell it uh, personally. Yeah. More, just more because I don't want to look at my phone. So guys, crack open a lime marita and enjoy. Yeah. Have our guests on, guys. Introduce yourselves one at a time. So obviously, Tommy has to go first. <laughs> we already know a ton about that. Says so much about him. He doesn't have to say anything. Hey, what's up? What's up, y'all? Yo. Uh. Okay. It's my manly voice. That's. He's like Vin Diesel. Tommy, and the minute like- he starts recording, it's like goes down three octaves. <laughs> And that's true because I was on, I was doing sound on the set, uh, like for this with film school for this Vin Diesel movie. And off, <laughs> off, off camera, he'd be like, "Hey guys!" And then it would be like Fast and Furious, and he would be like, "Yo guys, are we gonna get this party started?" And I'd be like, "What just happened?" Well, I, I kind of paused for a moment because I don't know to, if I should introduce myself as Tommy or Thomas. Well, I mean, wow, that was that was a great debate, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it took a while. Well, what do you want to introduce yourself as? I don't know. I mean, well, you introduce you, Tommy. I the. The Tommy Thomas thing goes for how long people have known you. I call you Tommy because I've known you for uh, 11 years this August. And I call you Tommy because she calls you Tommy. It's been a rough 11 years. <laughs> yeah. and, but you introduce yourself in, in current real life as Thomas. I oh. do. Oh, but you're ju- reforming? But just kind of out of habit now, not because I necessarily think about it. It just, I don't know. Or perhaps you'd like to give your stripper name? <laughs> What's your stripper name? <laughs> And we're there. <laughs> well, that's important to know. Right off the bat. We only have an hour, guys. Come uh, on, let's get Tommy, to the good uh, shit. My, my stripper name is Gavin. Because, Ooh, uh, that's because so hot, It's usually right? a douchey, but for you, no. mm, you can put any well, name on you. I think you're so attractive. It, 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 it could be called Chester, me, and I would be into it. <laughs> Williamson Arnold the Barnett the Third. Oh, he's um, Williamson it, Well, Arnold. it's actually because my one of my first crushes as a kid was Gavin Rosdale. Oh, I was going to say, ah. Gavin Rosdale's like the hottest guy. Yeah, and, I, and I tweeted him that the other day, like, hey, <laughs> my well, stripper name is named sex. after you. And he, he, he didn't no reply. Oh, that's such an epic thing. To hear, I would be so excited if someone said that. I mean, does me. Gavin Rosdale oh, know I'm, how to I'm, read? Trust me, I'm sure there's a stripper out there named Christina. <laughs> well, yeah, naturally, but not after me. There's no honor associated with it. Okay. Not that being a stripper is not honorful, but it's not after me. Do you strip at a straight club or a gay club? Uh, it's a gay club. Oh, you probably you're so rich. You're so hot. <laughs> yeah. I tell Corinne all the time how hot I think you are. Is that weird? Does that freak you out? No. Like, I'm not going to try and fuck you because I know it would never freak work you out. out if you thought he wasn't hot because I am not attracted well, to him. Well, that's because he farts and he in your face. It's weird. Yes. But you're those best no, friends. No, no, no. That... I don't think it's weird. I think it's odd that you look at me and go, I would never have sex with you because I've seen she some vehemently of the, does not want I've to have seen sex with some you. of the guys that she's had sex with. Oh. I feel really bad about. Yeah, but she likes <laughs> she likes short fat guys like that. I know, so that makes me feel better about myself. But still, <laughs> I mean, I never, I, guys, I said I never, I like fat and bearded. I don't know where the short came. Well, in. let's not go overboard. <laughs> Corinne likes to fix her upper. Yeah. Oh, 
And that is Grant, guys. Uh, and that, Grant, Grant also likes a disaster. No, no, no. Grant, uh, Grant and I are one of our main bonds is that we both love fixer. We were just talking about fixer this upper guys over brunch the other day. Oh God, <laughs> how gay is that? I love brunch. Yeah, I fucking gay. love brunch. <laughs> so Grant, tell us more about yourself. Oh man. <laughs> well, I um, I'm one of Corinne's good friends. I run a nonprofit organization. Um, He's basically I'm, I'm a saint. Not a stripper, so I think Tommy and I'll have very different perspectives. <laughs> I, I am on... not just a stripper. <laughs> well, that's Actually, where you stopped. Thomas and I are very good friends too, and that's why I love him so much. Is because he does have a lot more to offer than that. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I don't mean it. In that, I don't mean that in a negative sense. There's nothing wrong with being a stripper. I think, um, but I think. You're a very well, uh, there's well so rounded. There's so many great qualities I, about I you. One also of them is that you're a PhD student. Yeah, he's Just a very well rounded, knowledgeable <laughs> human being. Well, yeah. you work for an organization that does sex that does sex research. I do. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. See, mm-hmm. guys, this is we're sitting with the creme of the creme of the gay community. And Grant, what's I wouldn't the, go that far. What's, <laughs> <laughs> Grant, well, what's the name of your non-for-profit organization you work for? Uh, Yoga Within Reach. Yoga we Within Reach. Promote health and wellness in underserved communities throughout New York City with trauma-sensitive yoga, mindfulness, and meditation. Oh, oh my God, God fucking Jesus. saint. Grant, you guys, just God. so you know, Grant is the reason uh, that I have not died in a ditch uh, many times. And that is like, you know, you always have one friend who like, just makes sure that his, You're okay. that, that friend, like their main like, job is making sure all the other friends don't die in ditches. I'm a mama. I'm yeah. a nurturer, caretaker. <laughs> Everyone. But everybody needs to have that friend that gets them into the ditch as well. And that's that's Tommy. A good, 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 I was, we were not talking about Tommy for two seconds, and he started to sweat a little bit. He started to sweat a little bit. It's and then here. what's the organization that uh, we, Corinne and I, have walked with your uh, the organization you volunteer for in the Gay Pride Parade? Uh, that is Marriage Equality USA. I'm a lead trainer, and yeah. I help run their phone banks, usually on a weekly basis. We don't have any active ones at the moment, but... Um, you both marched with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. Thomas, I hope you can do it one year too. You know, Tommy, you'll appreciate this. Does he this. have to leave Hell's no. Kitchen? This is, I'll sell Tommy. I'll I, sell I Tommy. I already give so much of myself to the gay <laughs> Listen, community. Listen, I'm going to sell Tommy on this right Your now. Your body. Walking in the gay pride parade, walking in a parade in general, you think it's like the parades for you. I've done you it. You will fucking love it. I've oh, you have. It. You can yeah. get a tan. Well, why didn't, oh, do you not like it? He only does it if he can do it in his get underwear. Get a tan. That is you. not true. <laughs> well, you can. It was a gladiator outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and I got paid by Trojan. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, we we rode around on those um, the like <laughs> standy this? things with the wheels. What the oh, fuck are those, those called? Segways. Oh, segways. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh, on like segways. segways that were like dressed up to look like gladiator in a nerdy mall cop outfit. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. <laughs> The like, gladiator thing's cool. The segue thing's like kind of lame. There were like ten of us, and we had like shields and swords and threw condoms at people. Oh, that's I, awesome. Two people. Well, <laughs> thanks for giving back, Tommy. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, this is a, this is something I just want to get to because I, I know I'm going to forget. Uh, we have some more serious things to talk about. But uh, premature ejaculation, guys. Thoughts? Uh, one of my good friends who listens to the podcast, uh, she was like, can you please discuss this? Uh, I guess she's having some experience um, and she needs help. And I think we've all experienced uh, – premature ejaculation uh well nope. men have i have never you've never had someone no i'm not I saying have personally you done it? i have never done it myself no, nor no. have i been with someone who has done it are you really? serious yeah or did you not know that they ejaculated and maybe they didn't want to tell you and they just kept going because they were so hard 
Um, no. Because that's the issue. That's the issue. It's it's how do you hide it? It's how do you, as the woman or per or man, uh, who is getting who would be ejaculated into <laughs> like how do you deal right. with someone coming too early yeah and it's funny because i actually have i experience with this um for any and it's just like you know especially for a girl i i, I don't i can't imagine there's a girl on the planet who hasn't experienced it unless you're I fucking have. ugly no I'm kidding <laughs> oh, that's that's <laughs> just kidding everyone don't preacher. jump off the cliff just for young, preacher ejaculation has nothing to do with your looks it has nothing to do well. it has to do with uh <laughs> I mean, if you're really hot, you might. Well, I guess maybe. Does it? Wait, have you ever prematurely ejaculated, Grant? I have not. Oh, damn! I've only experienced with with one guy. But have you? But have you never uh, fucked anyone who society would call attractive? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I felt like a trick question. I'm not sure how to answer that. I would go maybe for me <laughs> no but the, no it's like and so it's funny because i'm such a I'm such an aggressive uh critical person in real life but i feel like in the bedroom i'm actually like super nice and i feel like when people pre like uh prematurely ejaculate into me they must be like this girl oh, she's gonna kill me. is gonna go on twitter oh she's gonna tag yeah, me on mean. facebook and i'm not like that at all i've never well, even that just that's oh. mean what well, also and you're not mean it doesn't even bother me as long as you just finger me afterwards that's yeah. all i ask yeah fucking finger me or go down on me afterwards because that otherwise there's gonna be an issue i have been with guys who come very quickly it's not even like it's fine premature ejaculations more yeah like they didn't even get it in i find it flattering and when they i honestly i do too <laughs> but i don't know i don't know grant is like falling back but does it have to do with that or is it just like your body well when you're a narcissist as i am it's most certain that is the first thing you would think of Uh, oh thank you uh, i've outdone myself again (laughs) that's but the thing is like that's that's honestly what i think yeah i i I do too but when it's like a lot of guys it's like well maybe it's i i can't be that hot like i can't be like what is what is defined as premature ejaculation is it like if they come with foreplay like even like barely rubbing or touching against each other like hot like just like grinding together they like fully come it's not like a lot of pre-com they fully come i mean yeah no i think it's also and i I mean i think also uh, the way my friend is talking about it i think she also means just like not coming really early not being able to let you last a long time being kind of like as they say in the urban community is the one minute man well isn't there like isn't there i feel like there's a pretty easy fix to that i don't know enough about it so i you know i've never done any research on anything (laughs) usually i've uh a knowledge sponge and would try to learn more about it but I feel like why not just masturbate about five times before you're going to have a sexual encounter right. and but, right. but what if this is someone time, that, it's like, going to last longer and longer well like after yeah. I, after I come like I don't stay hard right so like I wouldn't jerk off five how, times and be like yeah let's fuck so what? how quickly after <laughs> you come in my Vin Diesel voice let's <laughs> fuck how often oh so after you come though Tommy how often how long does it take until you deflate <laughs> Because sometimes uh, it, they stay hard for a while. Like they'll go yeah. up to the trash can, throw the condom away, and it's still just like I rock hate hard. that. Because I'm like, we're done. We are done. <laughs> I have called rap. No, I'm like, let's keep going. All right, good. You're still no, good to go. When let's I'm go. Done, I'm, I'm done. pretty much done too. Yeah. Like it's um, guys. That's a guy. Yeah, I'm not. Are you? You're when done. I'm, done, I'm not like I know like girls are supposed to have like 87 orgasms. When I have like what my real orgasm is, like like you know, powerful good one. Yeah, I am. Not only am I done. Don't touch me. Don't <laughs> talk. I don't need a fucking story. Right? Don't no heavy cloth no on hand me. holding no hand no petting holding. yeah I'm I'm like uh there's a towel in the closet clean yourself <laughs> off I'm gonna go to sleep wow <laughs> and yeah. goodbye let yourself I, out <laughs> do you get do you do you get exhausted after you come 
Oh, yeah, I'm, like, right to bed. Yeah, me, me too. too. I'm so tired. But sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm like, well, let's get going. Possibly a sandwich. Other than that, nothing is getting done. Like, <laughs> I have, have you been with a guy who's like, bed. no, you can keep coming. You can keep coming. Come on. No, we're going to make you come. We're yeah. like, dude, I can't. Okay? I've hit people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> they're so insist. Guys can be yes. so insistent. But the thing is, sometimes they're right. I feel like with older men, I try to trust them. Because I think, yeah. in my experience, the older, the young guys never know what the fuck they're doing. If you're under 25, please just go away. Um, oh, I not re- to us, not to other people. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I wouldn't be dating you. Uh, <laughs> just d- learn. And if it's a woman's telling you something, don't be like, I'm a man, I know everything. Like, she's fucking telling you for yeah, a Yeah, don't tell a woman she doesn't know her own body. Um, but uh, with the older guys, like, you know, I always am like, I'm like, ah, I'm like, you're burning my clit off, you're burning my clit off. Oh, my God, that was amazing. I didn't know I could do that. It's like, a, it's like I feel like a So you have been surprised. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, uh, like uh, I, and I've learned just when it's an older guy just to trust them. And I'm like, we're going to, I'm like, I'm going to power through this burning clip part. <laughs> and then, and it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like, in the, you're like, yeah, yeah, just power through it. And then well, it's you like the urge find to pee, a, and a then new you, reality. Exactly. That was with me Is with that squirting. Weird? That was me with squirting. You think you have to pee and then you fight, you like keep going. <laughs> Did and I then do shrooms? You don't. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Were you on acid? Was I? <laughs> but with gay, with gay guys and sex, it's like, you, you, okay, when you approach somebody, do you know if they're top or bottom? And can people be both? Can gay guys be both? Yeah, you can yes, definitely you can be, be versatile. Oh, yeah. okay. Is that common to be both? Yeah. Because I feel so, I hear so many gay guys go, I'm a top. I'm a bottom. It's just labeling like specifically isolated groups. Well, I feel, yeah, you know what? It's actually funny that you say that because there are almost groups within the gay community that are like, I'm a top, I'm a bottom. And then like people joke around if you say that like you're versatile. Um, it's like a Venn diagram. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there, there's so much going on in these bodies. Like, why not play around with all of it? Yeah, right? Um, But it's That's it's funny because I, yeah. I feel like the guys that walk around there are like, I'm a top. I'm a top. I don't do that. I'm a top. Right. Are, like, are just insecure with their sexuality and are like insecure with the fact that they, you know, might like to have their... But tickled a little bit. <laughs> tickled a bit. Yeah, I was gonna say it almost seems but like they, like they think I don't they're care like a what anybody better. says. Everybody likes to have their ass ate. You know what? Everybody yes. does. That is true. Hundred percent. I don't I care who out. you are. Yeah. Do you th- any do you, does that uh, blanket statement cover straight men too? You think? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. In my experience, yes. Because okay, the <laughs> sensation of having your butt touched has nothing to do with being gay or of straight. Of course not. So that's like, why straight so men are like, I don't like that. So like, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's like, a, it's shut up. the We're same not type of gay. thing with gay guys as being like, Oh, I'm a top. Like it's like you're higher up on the ladder if you're a top. More masculine. Oh, yeah, oh, so they think they're better than And then there's the guys that run around that are like, I'm a bottom, I'm a bottom, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. And you look at them and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you're a bottom. They're wearing <laughs> wings and glitter. Yeah. It's a well, very good imitation of me, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people are like very bottom. Like I've talked to people who are very bottom because they don't like being the top or they don't like the other role, right? Or well, do you think I mean, it's more I think current. everyone has a preference. Yeah. I mean, but. I mean, you know. some people like being dominant. Some people like being submissive. I think that, um, I think a lot of it has to do with energy. Because there's yeah. just certain people that you'll like date or hook up with or whatever that you might do some things with that you wouldn't do with another person. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, that activity falls into the same category. I think it's the same, like, well, not, and not to go back to that, not to beat a dead horse, uh, but uh, with me and the choking, like, I normally like to choke people and be dominant. <laughs> Guys, I have a point here. And, but I think in certain cases, if I meet someone who just, like, I can't imagine anything but being dominated by them, like, I'm cool with them choking me. Yeah, because it's different. Every am, coupling is different. I am yeah. down with the choking. 
Oh, do you like, do you like oh. both being and choking? Yeah, I like both. But it depends totally. with every. With, have you ever had sex where you're both just attacking each other? <laughs> like, what happens if you're both dominant? I like, think that's called like, a gang initiation. <laughs> <laughs> that's called hazing. That re- that um, reminds me of that poster of like the duck with the frog in its mouth, and the frog is like choking the duck, and it says like "never give up" or something. Only, only you had that poster. Believe. Did no, did no one else go to the dentist in Michigan? I was like, I was like, no? what ghetto what scholastic fuck? book fair were you going to? <laughs> the ones where I could not afford the Where's Waldo books because those were hard cover. In 1995, oh. and I was like, well, one day my parents will win the lottery, and I will get those large Where's Waldo books. Oh, Aww. side note, uh, Tommy owns the entire R.L. Stein <laughs> Fear Street Wait, collection. Goosebumps? No, Goosebumps? no, Fear, Fear Street. Street. Oh. And, and I posted He bought them a- as an adult, guys. As an adult, he bought these. And I have them on display on my wall. Well, bitter, yeah. bitter much? No. <laughs> <laughs> Get that fucking school right, fair Corinne? shit. Is the, uh, yeah, Corinne, I, I actually live in a nice part of Manhattan and have books on my walls. Wow. wow. Well, that's only offensive to you. Wow. Hey, strip and pay. That's, <laughs> that's the exception of okay. the rule. How much o- money do you make? Can I ask? Okay. A night? Number, number so one. Curious. I have only been stripping for like Five months. I know, and but it's it so fucking cool. sucks. It's Bartending like the, pays too. So I bar- you liked it though in the beginning. I did like it in the beginning, and now I'm fucking over it. Why are you over it? Um, you know, I. Uh, I, I don't Do you know. need a tissue? <laughs> <laughs> I just wish my parents would have loved me more. <laughs> they just gave me money for that RL style. Like, I wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Um, <laughs> no, it, you know, in the font, in the beginning, it was something that. I, so I bartended for like. 10 years and uh with your so, shirt off yeah and a underwear. scowl on yeah. your face i mean so i started i started bart <laughs> Grant, granted <laughs> Grant, i've never i've never like seen someone ask for like a martini and then look like they were gonna get fucking stabbed, stabbed in the eye <laughs> takes a while to get through that icy demeanor oh because you didn't want to make the complicated drinks <laughs> Um, Tommy, you didn't, Tommy no, I didn't, didn't even want to. I didn't even want to open people's beers, <laughs> make them drinks. You I, do I, was, it. I was like, it's a one, it's a one mix maximum. No, it's <laughs> people would come up and be you like, can I have a black Russian? And he'd be like, do you mean a vodka cran? <laughs> <laughs> can you like, email me the directions anyway, to make that first? So, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I started bartending fully clothed, and then was eventually down to just my underwear because I, you know, moved to different clubs and bars and whatnot. <laughs> so as the years went on, the clothes yeah. came. Hey, you start making more money when you get, you know, more comfortable taking your clothes off. Uh, so I yeah. actually, I went away to study abroad to Argentina. I came back. My job, my bartending job, wasn't around. I was planning on going away this summer to bartend, but some other shit happened. So I was like, okay, what can I do for a few months to make money? I was like, I don't know, I can, I can strip. Um, so I started doing it and it was actually really fun in the beginning because it was like a new way of expressing my sexuality and connecting to people. And like, that sounds funny, but a lot of the uh, people that come in like are not there for sex. They're there because they want to fucking talk. I've made so much money off like sitting on people's laps and being like, tell me about how you just cheated on your boyfriend and broke his heart and how he's at home crying. Uh, like, well, when I, mean, I go to straight strip clubs, it kind of see, I always see the conversation yeah. of, like the guy just wants a woman to talk to him. Kind of thing. So maybe it's more it, of a loneliness. We're all sad fucks, which oh, I think no. is I'm so why lonely. people like this podcast <laughs> and why we're oh, doing no, no, no. the podcast. No, no, no. I'm the one listening to them talk about how they cheated on their boyfriend. Right. No, 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 I know, no, no. You're no. the list. You're, yeah. They need someone. Yeah. You're listen. making money I'm, off so, their of the off them feeling sad and alone. So congratulations. Well, thank you. 
I mean, well, so I, I got my undergrad in I got my undergrad in psychology, and I'm getting my PhD in psychology. Tell us about the chest muscles. So like, so uh, so like I'm good at I'm somewhat good at listening to people, although I'm better at talking. <laughs> yes, you are. I, I enjoy that aspect more. Um, Our best like, friendship is based on 11 years of never hearing what the other person has so said. You just, just talk over each over. other. Yeah, we just talk <laughs> at each other. Yeah. I love it. You don't even hear what the other person's saying. You just like listen to yourself. Oh, all the time. Tommy will be like, I told you 10 minutes about what just, you know, this thing that happened. I was like, oh, I, I didn't even know it was happening. I didn't know because I was telling you my story about what happened to me. <laughs> That's how that yeah, goes. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so you didn't, you started not to like it. I Well, yeah, I started out liking it. And then at, now it's just kind of sad. As far as the money goes, um, it's, you know, I actually, I have a fun time doing it at certain points because I'm such a jackass about it. Like, I can't even take it serious because it's just ridiculous. Like, I'll be giving somebody a lap dance and they'll be like, oh, you're so hot. And I'll be like, yeah, what do you think's the hottest about me? <laughs> It's so fulfilling his narcissism. It's, it's so, and then I start now laughing. Now I know why you do this. <laughs> right? And then I start laughing because it's so ridiculous. It is. But those guys, if you're, if you're, it's so funny because, like, even sex, when you think about it, when you're not turned on, you think about it like from a far away, it's silly. But then when you're in it, you're like, this is so serious. Oh my God. Yeah, but so, at least usually when you're having sex, you're both in it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's funny because some people consider stripping to be sex work, and I really don't. Well, isn't sex work? Well, yeah, you're helping arouse people, and you're they're you're they're in an environment where they feel comfortable being aroused. Maybe. I can't imagine that I arouse anyone. Um, it is like it just in in these scenarios, it is just it's just silly. But that's the yeah. fun it's thing about silly. you, though, as a person, because you are super good looking, but you're very silly, which is like a very that's always like my favorite combo. Um, except for like in the Victoria's Secret models, anytime they come on the, the late night talk shows and then they're like trying to make jokes and stuff, I'm like, can you <laughs> shut the fuck up and let me look at your tits? <laughs> oh. I get so annoyed when like Heidi Klum goes on and try to make jokes. Like I'm like, you are the un- schlegenschleg. <laughs> shut up, dude. Come Unfunniest on. person. <laughs> she makes corny jokes. Cor- corniness so... is a turn off. Oh God. Do you have? Do you ever get anybody saying nasty things to you with a show? Like oh, mean, yeah, rude, absolutely. And cruel. Really? Oh yeah. People get fucking pissed at you. You, they'll like they'll Why? just start to tell you what they don't like about you. They'll just oh. yeah they'll walk up and be like, the, <laughs> I had one guy walk around me the other day like I was livestock, oh. and then pointed out an apparent like zit that I had on my back, which I believe it was not a white head, it was like a red mark. Um, and he was like, oh you have a zit on your back, you're disgusting. Oh my <laughs> I was god! Like, I was like, are you are you kidding me? What did he look like? Um. Mm. <laughs> Homer Simpson. <laughs> I mean, I no fat chicks. I mean, I, I just want to say, I almost no fatties, I almost kicked that cane out of his hand when he walked away. Oh, <laughs> hey, there we go. All right. Um. So before we were also talking about uh, you guys, like how everyone likes their ass, like, and I wanted to ask you. I don't know. I think ass maybe licking, ass, 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 ass Grant, Have you ever have you ever had a sexual experience with a straight with a straight man who like was like either curious or. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I've heard of this. No, like, this guys a lot. Are bi curious or yeah. bi or curious, I mean, or they want to label it as curious because they don't want to say they're bi. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I've heard that with guys who claim they were straight, but that's a pretty dubious claim. Like, right. I feel like they were probably gay. Right. I mean, Can guys be bi? Everyone gets it. down on bi guys, or I hear, I've heard people like you. Well, everyone assumes if a guy's bi, he's gay yeah. automatically. Right. But I feel like that's. Of course, not... people can be bisexual. Yeah. I've yeah. never been with a, bisexual with a bisexual man, so, but. 
I would be open to the possibility. Right. I mean, and I would too. And a lot of times uh, that's like something that comes up and I like, I, they're like, wouldn't you like care if your boyfriend was sucking dicks? And I was like, no, I really, I, I suck dicks. Yeah. So no, I, I, I get it. I get it. I get the <laughs> pretty hypocritical. I already, the, <laughs> yeah. the guy that I'm dating now, uh, he doesn't really identify either way, but has like dated long term with women mm-hmm. for long amounts of time. Um, if I were going to label him, I would label him as bisexual, but he doesn't label himself because he just thinks it's silly. Well, it is silly. Um, and I, I'm actually starting to like fall down that road too, as far as just thinking that's kind of funny. I feel like when you put a term on yourself, like, oh, I'm gay, I'm bi, I'm straight, that you're like throwing that term out for everyone else and not yourself. Like who the fuck cares? Yeah. I, I identify as gay, but I've had sex with women. Did Um, you enjoy it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it, recently it's not, too. It's I mean, not their, really? it's, it's not yeah, their bodies chips? I'm disgusted by. It's their personalities usually. <laughs> well, you and Corinne are twins. How long did you have that one prepped? <laughs> a couple days. Guys, <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm gonna act like I didn't jot it down into my iPhone <laughs> at the gym, but I totally did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save that one for guys with friends. Um, yeah, no. Recently, when I was in Argentina, I was sleeping with um, someone that I was on the trip with the entire time. It oh. was a girl. and it was a woman. Yeah, yeah, it was a girl. Oh. You know, when in, when in Rome. Or Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even have the fucking time in the day if you're bisexual? I feel like I'd be having sex all well, the time. Well, that's what I ran across. That's what I was oh, going to say is that I like I'm, I'm in a relationship with someone who I feel like identifies that way. But I'm never like just with the type of person that he is. Like I don't worry about it and I don't question it and I don't like... I don't wonder if, like, oh, he's going to see some random chick on the street. Well, and you trust fuck her. her. People yeah, love to get yeah, caught yeah. up in that bullshit, but it's all bullshit. Oh, it's such bullshit. It's all bullshit. And we've, and we've, we've talked about it yeah. plenty of times, and if he was in a situation or felt like he wanted to have sex with a girl, we would just have a threesome. Yeah. And I'm actually totally cool with that. I, don't, I would not have a threesome with a guy, right. but I would with uh, a girl. Why is that? Because I have a beautiful cock, and he does not need a different <laughs> one. <laughs> Good answer. Strong oh. answer. <laughs> wow. No, if I, I ever break, if Steven and I ever go awry, I'm coming to you and your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. First in line. I Get mean, I don't, if it just, if it was another guy, it just seems like it would be, it would be, I would feel, I would definitely feel threatened. That's a lot of dicks. I don't feel like I. <laughs> so many dicks. It's a, that's a lot. I, that would be, I feel like that would be an aggressive. That's like, a lot of inches a dick. Yeah, but so, but yeah, I could see it <laughs> happening though. One guy gets fucked at, while he's sucking another guy's dick. But it's just like, right? I, that's like, I mean, I would think like, there would, I just think of like steaks, like just, I don't know, like that was just like, just like a very masculine, <laughs> like, like, ugh, so much. Uh, the world explodes. <laughs> it just, everyone's eat tear and raw meat. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone turns into cake, animals. Man. Yeah. Or, or it's three of those guys with the glitter and wings that are like, I thought you were a top. No, you were supposed to be a top. Aren't we all tops? You what are do we gonna, it. You know what? Let, let's just watch Bridesmaids. <laughs> I have toys for those situations. <laughs> the, Grant, would you like to talk about the uh, double-sided dildo? <gasps> yes, please. I mean, there's not much to it. Tell me, man. Tell me about it. It's a double-sided dildo. <laughs> Wait, is it like Requiem for a Dream shit? Like you just you yeah, it's, back it's up on it? It's a black 13-inch <gasps> double-sided dildo. I went to the hospital for a single-sided black 13-inch Wait, 13 dildo. inches on each side or total? Total. Okay. Oh, okay. So and it's, it's, seven, it's, okay. it's flexible, so it bends. It's like a yardstick. So. <laughs> <laughs> one's in the kitchen, the other one's in the bathroom. We can both fuck. So wait, then you just ins- you insert it and you bump. It's like two cans and string. That wait, is so how. That's how you bump ugly. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's how you bump <laughs> Good, bringing it back around. Yeah. That's exactly what I was bump thinking. Ugly. And I was like, so I bumped ugly. So, but yeah. the butts are beautiful. Does, does mash, <laughs> smashing your butt against someone else's butt turn you on? But you're getting fucked too. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't why know. it's pleasurable. 
Wait, talking. Are you wait? Are you on all fours or are you on your back when you're doing this? Uh, you can do it either way because it's flexible. So you can be like on top of each other and it'll bend into like a U shape. Oh, you... that's fun. Yeah. Ooh, is that is there like fun. a stand for it? Like how do you not fall? Suction off? cup to the wall. <laughs> like... Oh, I thought you meant like to display it when it's not <laughs> Like an iPhone stand. <laughs> is there a trophy yeah, but, case? Yeah, but you got to you gotta remember to clean it if you're going to display it. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's on my mantle right next to the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can, can we talk about gun control for a minute? Yeah. No. Wrong <laughs> podcast? Yeah, wrong, wrong podcast. Not on this podcast. Uh, don't use them. Uh, unless it's in like some kind of a weird rape fantasy. Uh, is that just me? But not loaded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then it'd be one of those fake ones that we needed for film school. It was bright yellow. Uh, I anal sex. You guys have it. Yes. Yes. Do you, are you on the bottoms? Are you both? You're both. Have you been both? It depends I've on who both. I'm dating. I can't. Okay, so I like when it works out for me. It goes really well. But when it's painful for me, I know a lot of women are like, eh, it's still painful. But I found it to be very enjoyable. But lately, I can't. Lately, meaning ever since I've been dating Steven because he's a big dick. Um, I can't. I, can't, I don't know what to do because it hurts. But I don't want it to. I wanted to get it to the point where it doesn't hurt so I can enjoy it because I actually can enjoy it. I'm not. It's Have not a like glass I'm, of whiskey it's not before like, you do nah, it. Yeah, I've done, tried it. It's not, really? I'm not, yeah, and I'm not trying to enjoy it for him. And even if, like, I really have had anal sex that is very enjoyable. You have good lube? Yeah, hmm. baby Poppers. oil lube. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you warm? Up. I mean, I guess finger, <laughs> fingering. Do yeah. you know what poppers are, Corinne? What you? are poppers? Yeah, I I'm don't. best friends with you. Wait, what are they? <laughs> what? I didn't even, I never fucking used them until I was in fucking Rio for New Year's. And that was at fucking in Rio. Everybody passes around poppers at like bars and stuff. It's the most, I've never what used them for sex. Is this sex. like a weird humble brag? I thought no. it was like those things you throw down to make a gunshot sound when <laughs> no. you're a little kid. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, I know. It's, it's I love like poppers. a nail polish remover and you buy it at sex stores and you fucking sniff it when you're going to have anal sex. It like loosens your ass up. What the yeah. fuck? It's basically you know it's, poppers, it's, stocking <laughs> stuffers. No, it's basically huffers, but you try not to end up in the hospital like Demi Moore. What? Wait, 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 wait. Don't talk about her, because uh, anyway. Uh, well, they they're safer than that. Wait, <laughs> so you sniff it? Yeah. They're not. You're not gonna get hospitalized. Uh, the poppers are safer. So fourteen year old yeah. listeners, if you want to do those poppers, no, but they're totally no, no, no. they're totally legal. You can buy them anywhere. It's basically like you're fucking sniffing like nail polish. That remover. makes your butthole get bigger. No, OTBK. it makes your entire body loosen up. Like, it makes oh. your body loosen up. It makes you feel like you get fucking high for a minute. It's, oh, okay. It's fucking weird. So it, like, relaxes your muscles. I'm, I've, I've never used it for sex, but that's what I think it's supposed to do. I've only done it in settings where it's, like, sitting around having beers Getting and high. doing poppers, which is the weirdest freaking thing ever. Like, who does Sounds that? Sounds pretty weird. You do, apparently. In, uh, only in Rio. <laughs> Guys, I mean, sometimes we also spend Friday nights listening to Alanis Morissette and crying, so maybe don't do everything that Tommy and I do, you know? Yeah, I would just like to put on the record that I do not recommend taking any advice from Corinne. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. As someone Thanks. that as someone that nice. actually knows no, her. Thank you. Please Wait, do so not take this seriously. Okay, so I got I got fingering <laughs> and poppers. Anything else? Well, you have a dildo, right? I do, but it's big. Well, I, actually, I got a butt plug. I okay. haven't used yeah, it of yet. Course. I haven't used it yet. You can uh, actually buy butt plugs in different sizes and work your way up. Oh, that's or, cool. um, I feel like my even medium. anal beads. Anal beads, oh, current. Anal beads. I need Shut those. <laughs> I was actually telling my roommate uh, how I'm pretty all natural as far as the sex toys go, but I'm a big fan of the anal beads. And, and I every am. time you tell me that, all I do is picture you like a fucking lawnmower and somebody just <laughs> grabbing the anal oh, beads and being like, rrr, rrr, and Corinne's like, ah! 
like, like Mario. And that is exactly how I have sex, guys. Yeah. So, I mean, I if make, anybody out there was wondering, if anyone wanted to like, masturbate to Corinne, you know, I make a lawnmower nice. <laughs> Just imagine her doing the lawnmower. <laughs> All right. Um, I bet she's the type of lawnmower that breaks down every now and then. Oh, you, just right. gotta, you just gotta kick. Oh, God. oh boy. All right. Well, this will be Tommy's last podcast. Appearance. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so, uh, no, I want to. I want to get to I make sure we have enough time to talk about this. We actually have something more serious to talk about. Uh, I was uh, having brunch with Grant this past weekend, and uh, Grant uh, told me uh, something that was serious and not fun to hear and I'm sure not fun for him to Ooh. experience but I think it's important and we discussed it uh that uh he talk about it on the podcast because it could help uh people listening or make people feel less confused or less scared uh so if you want to tell us a little bit about that oh, no. uh I do and okay? yeah we're gonna have to take a yeah, I'll be fine okay. most likely but um it'll be a little broke oh, shit a little break from the levity and humor for a minute um god i wish i could play oh the piano god. right now oh my <laughs> come on <laughs> does it i'm um, about to cry already i don't even know what you're gonna say well i was <laughs> recently potentially exposed to hiv so we're oh. going to talk about the precautions i took after learning this and um, I also brought a little bit of information and some figures and statistics on HIV and AIDS that I just want to share with everyone because I think it's really important if we're going to have this discussion. Because I love it because Grant is very much like a part of our crew in that like he'll like get wasted and like, you know, bring home a tranny sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. A transvestite. I'm sorry. I trans. know it's offensive. Trans. trans person. What are we saying these days, Thomas? Uh, transsexual. Okay. Transsexual. Uh, but you are super pre- prepared. He, brought, he was like, he was like, I, I prepared information. I brought my laptop. I'm like, he I was like, his laptop. no, and I think this is awesome. So. Yeah. I just wanted to discuss it in the proper context and in the most informed way possible. Uh, for the benefit of everyone listening, uh, it's not too much information. It won't take too much time. You guys, p- please feel free to interrupt and chime in. I think you'll probably find a lot of these statistics pretty interesting. With like what Magic Johnson jokes? And or- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome I, to NPR Radio. <laughs> no, no, I love Grant because like because like we're like eating it, and then he was just like, "Well, I'll see you soon." You know, like if I'm not dead, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Sense of humor. That's my buddy. <laughs> yeah, but if you have HIV. It's not a death sentence. No, it's not. I mean, well, he was exposed to HIV. He does, you don't have HIV, yeah. to be correct, right? I, well, I don't know yet. Most right, likely, I do not. Right. Um, because the transmission rate is relatively low right. for a single event. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think just to start off, I just want to start with the basics because I feel like your listenership is probably a little more educated given the audience that you're reaching and what you discuss every week here. But. Just or in a case, fourteen-year-old Puerto Rican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to rank. We got to rank. All right, but okay. So just to be on the safe side, the basics. You know, HIV is the human immunodeficiency virus. Um, it's a virus that causes AIDS, which is acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. It's a condition that results in the progressive failure of the immune system, and eventually can lead to life-threatening opportunities opportunistic infections and cancers um i just want to throw one 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 thing in there um i do i work actually work in hiv research as well i work at the center for hiv educational studies and training as a research assistant and a lot of people do not realize that there is a difference between hiv and aids it is two different things they are not interchangeable that's so amazing to me that people still don't know that because i think that's one of the first things that i learned i think that there's a lot of stuff that even me because i've been working at this organization for almost two years now and there's a ton of stuff that I just don't like did not know and oh, that people yeah. do not tell you. And it's yeah. like even in the even in this time period with sex ed and everything, like 
the sex oh, ed sex system ed is, is not awful. Yeah, well. I even took it as a college class, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" They were like describing herpes and gonorrhea as gross. I was right. like, "What in well, a classroom? In a classroom? In a college classroom you made guys. up of mainly minorities that are most highly affected." by those disproportionately affected. I think that's one of the most important things is that people tend to be very alarmist Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, really you don't have to be afraid. You just need to educate yourself and be informed and take the necessary precautions. And if you're in New York City, there are tons of free clinics everywhere where like you can go in and drop your pants and spread your hole and like nobody's even going to blink. Yeah. Let's look at at what we got. Like it's nothing to be embarrassed of. They've seen 52 assholes that day. Like they don't. You're right. Your asshole is not special. It is nothing to be embarrassed of. It is something that you need to go and get looked at in any aspect of your life, whether it's like HIV, AIDS, STDs, or like you're coughing a ton or like whatever. Yeah, Just go to the denial. freaking doctor. Yeah, like yeah. go get yourself yeah. taken care of. Well, and this is the thing. That's the, we, wh- this is an anti-slushaming podcast. And I think that shame is not only hurtful, it's dangerous. Because we, especially in America, we feel ashamed of things, which causes us to not go get help, not ask questions. And then you're fucking sitting uh, sitting on your uh, cock and it has sores on it. And then you're spreading it. You know, passing it along to people. Or something like, similar. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel we're going to talk about this more whenever I sort of share the experience of what happened to me. But, you know, right. even I felt that. And I yeah. feel like I'm more knowledgeable than most people on the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I certainly, I think people can be overwhelmed with that. Mm-hmm. I think that they can think if they engage in high-risk behavior that they're deserving of that mm-hmm. and won't mm-hmm. seek, seek treatment because true. they feel like they need to be punished. Mm. That's, but, that's, you know, that's true. People do think that. They and do. Because, yeah, because even you said to me, you're like, you know, I, you know, you said, like, I, you know, it was my fault. I made a bad decision. Uh, I mean, like, we, yeah, we, we've, we I think everyone. You should assume responsibility, but don't get caught up in that. Everyone yeah. is allowed. A, some fuck ups and a lapse just, in judgment yeah. and it just so hap- and it happens that you had an unfortunate repercussion because of yours but it's certainly it's not we you know I, I'm constantly like talking the podcast like I got drunk and I did this like that's not great I'm not saying that was good but that does not mean that we are deserving of bad things happening well I mean exactly us. I mean there's there's certain behaviors that in, would increase your chances of catching the flu or right. getting cancer and right. you know no one would blame someone for engaging any behavior like that. So right. I think, you know, the same attitude should be taken with this. Um, but just to continue on, um, HIV is a sexually transmitted infection. It occurs through the transfer of blood, semen, vaginal fluid, pre-ejaculate, and breast milk. Without treatment, the average survival time after infection is 9 to 11 years. However, you should note that with treatment and modern antiretroviral therapies, most HIV-positive people now can expect a completely normal life expectancy. Um, you know, I think most people would be surprised to realize that several other chronic conditions like type 2 diabetes result in a dramatically shorter life expectancy mm. than HIV. Yeah. Um, all of that being said, it's extremely important to understand that for the vast majority of the HIV life cycle, those infected with the virus will be asymptomatic, meaning that they don't present with any symptoms. So it's crucial to be tested regularly if you engage in high-risk behavior, such as having unprotected sex, especially unprotected anal sex. It's the highest-risk behavior, um, whether you're gay or straight. And lot, you know, a lot of straight people have anal sex, and it's yeah. like because it, the tears too, exactly, like, and, and it's a membrane, like. It, but that's well, and one especially of the if why. you're the receptive partner, if you're the bottom, that's the highest risk activity. Um, you know, and just with any disease, it's crucial. Early detection and treatment are critical. But um, I also brought along a few statistics just so we can kind of place this in context and get a sense of the scale of the epidemic. 
I'm going to kind of start with global statistics and then work down to local statistics here in New York City. Oh, I thought you meant at the table. Oh. <laughs> it's about uh, one in four at the table right now. <laughs> Um, so currently, 34 million people are living with HIV-AIDS throughout the world. Um, approximately 2.5 million people are infected with HIV each year. Oof. Um, when you say HIV-AIDS, do you mean that they have AIDS? They have that's AIDS or, throughout or both? the entire life cycle. That okay. means they're either HIV-positive or have progressed to the point of having, have having AIDS. AIDS. Okay. Um, you know, more than 30 million people have died from AIDS since the epidemic began. Um, in the United States, more than 1.1 million people are living with HIV-AIDS. Half of those living with HIV are not in regular care, and less than 25% of those living with HIV have an undetectable viral load, which we'll discuss a little bit later, uh. which is important. Um, approximately one in five people infected with HIV do not know they have it. That's roughly 220,000 people in the United States. Um, or Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in the Grinder. Um, it's the entire and population of Grinder and Scrub. Spreading if they don't know they have it. Exactly. The repercussions of that is it spreads and it spreads and it spreads. Um, there are roughly 50,000 new HIV infections every year. Uh, men who have sex with men account for a little over 75% of those infections. So the gay community is disproportionately affected. Um, the remaining 25% is comprised of heterosexuals and intravenous drug users which is not a negligible amount. So, you know, anyone who thinks that this is a gay problem, um, I would... Read a book. Yeah, Jesus I would reconsider Christ, those thoughts. You're ignorant. Or pray. Seriously, you know, the Lord will help. Do you... Uh, do you <laughs> I was going to say... Christina looked at me like I was, I was like, born again. fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have statistics talk. there on the highest, um, <clears throat> highest growing, like, age brackets and stuff like that? It's actually the younger age bracket it for is gay the, men. It is the youngest age... Like it's like eight, 20 to 29, I think. Um, I thought it was like 18 to 25, Possibly, somewhere within yeah. there. In your 20s is the highest growing rate of HIV infection. And I think a lot of that, again, has to do with sex ed, but also, oh, with, also with the medicine and, and people the it just... can't happen to me thought. I mean, there, I think there's the it can't happen to me thought. I also think that there's just the thought process of, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, we think I think we I think we think you know in in the in the eighties and nineties big AIDS 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 it was in and our it was face ignored. it was everywhere it was well it was it, in the nineties I think it was the time when we were like all talking about it fucking you know rap TLCs you know talking about it singing about it but I think now it's kind of like let, we don't talk about it as much like it's not something that's well, still I mean, happening it was a death sentence at first but now right. through medical advancement and healthcare technology you know it's exactly there's been a lot of improvement so like you talked about alarmists like America's America loves whatever is the, the the tragedy and you know so it's not because maybe you can be you can be living with aids now instead of you have aids bye bye you wrote rent that was cool also if you if, know if you're if a partner if you're with somebody i've heard of couples and i listen to dan savage podcast a lot and he talks about this so people who are paused who are positive with hiv you can still be in a relationship and take certain steps with a person who is not infected you can't I mean, doesn't mean they're for fuck you should stay away from them they're, you just educate yourself and take those steps tommy and i can both talk about more about that if you want a little bit later on about serodiscordant discordant like couples such a, and everyone's um, like oh you have hiv no uh, and mind, a, I can't do this. a zero discordant couple is a yeah. couple or one is positive and one is negative. Oh, okay. Or Good magnetic couples. I like that term. Aww, <laughs> I think that's cute. That's cute. Positive and negative. But um, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, we're the ones constantly like, pushing the other one away because you have AIDS. <laughs> was that too, was that that too that dark, nice. everyone? Was we're I... saying don't do that. <laughs> I'm um, joking. 
Okay, so just to finish up, more than <clears throat> 600,000 people have died from AIDS-related causes since the start of the epidemic here in the United States. In New York State, approximately 129,000 people are living with HIV-AIDS. In New York City alone, the figure is 100,000, so we're about 80% of that. Um, the same one in five ratio applies of people who are infected with HIV but don't realize it, and that would amount to 20,000 people in New York City. Um, there what? are roughly 4,000 new HIV infections every year in New York State, and to date, roughly 100,000 New Yorkers have died from AIDS-related causes. So, guys, every time you go to a bar, you are playing roulette with your vagina. And well, I just want you everyone to know always that. protection, protection, protection. Condoms, birth control doesn't doesn't Condoms prevent HIV. Break, right. Condoms and break. I think it, this is more honest communication. Com it's a communication, and I think it's very interesting. Asking and hoping that they're being honest. Well, I think it's an interesting, I, and I think this is uh, Grant can can talk about communication because I think communication in your experience was really the key. Yeah, I mean that was definitely my biggest mistake, and alcohol abuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so also. how? Did, yeah. What what, was the, what were your specific circumstances? Um, so this uh, this occurred three weeks ago. I was actually out with Thomas, and we had... <laughs> uh, not, not Tommy, not Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We're, we're getting serious now. We're getting serious. Yeah. Grant now was out Thomas. with Gavin, and Gavin was like, yeah, bro, I'm going to go home. And now Thomas is here. Um, so, you know, we had dinner. It was a lovely night, and then I met... <laughs> um, I think we went to Dallas BBQ. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, that sounded long, like the beginning of how, a Fear Street book. How, how long has it been since he went on, like, a nice date? That, like, we we go out to dinner and have, like, Dallas BBQ with a bunch of people, and you're like, it was a, a lovely, lovely dinner. Wow. <laughs> but, but see, that's the thing. Too long, because I just got out of oh. almost, an almost two-year relationship, oh, and yeah, I haven't been mean. seeing anyone, so, I'm you know. I'm sorry. Yeah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, Dallas BBQ is always fun though. If you if you live in the New York City area, so <laughs> okay, that was fucking weird. Go ahead. Go more ahead. sponsors, but for I would show. love yeah. to go there after <laughs> the podcast if you're interested. Um, you know, so after that, we went out to a bar, and then I ended up meeting up with some friends at the Eagle later on, which I was just completely smashed by that point. Well, that which, is a gay place. Yeah, the Eagle Even is the me. the leather gay bar here in New York <laughs> nice. City. Um, I, I think you invited me to go, and I was like. Yeah, I'm going to pass. <laughs> I have sleep to get done. My favorite thing about the Eagle is the burgers they make outside the Eagle. They make food? Wait, they make they food do. I didn't even know they made food. They, wow. well, no, no, no. They don't. They have a little vendor outside. There was a Latino woman who crumbles potato <laughs> chips on top you of like your... Of, it's the best burger I've ever had. And, and I believe if you go on the right night, there are people that hang out under where the bar is and will lick your boots while you order drinks. Oh, yeah. I mean, they'll do more than that if you, I if you want. <laughs> I have a lot of questions for those people. Ooh, just, just ask Grant. Okay, so Grant, well, so Grant yeah. met, met so somebody. Grant, you wasted. You at the Eagle. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, long story short, um, I ended up going home with a guy, which, you know, I didn't, you know, the end of the night kind of becomes very fuzzy for me. Right. So the next day I woke up next to this dude and I was um, naked and one thing led to another and we just started fooling around. And, you know, next thing I know it, the guy's riding my cock. Uh, how aggressive yeah. I've never seen bow, wow, Grant looked me right in the eyes wow. when you said that oh tell me more um, so you know I didn't ejaculate like you know I stopped it before I progressed to that point I just kind of finished myself off mm -hmm. um, Christina it's... ejaculate means come but <laughs> Do what, you think I don't know that she's not, she's not mentally challenged <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. Oh, we're going to get a letter about that. that. God damn it. All right. I have a Sarah Palin is writing in on that one. Say whatever I want. 
Um, so, you know, anyway, after the fact, he kind of, um, you know, after we had finished, he just made kind of a strange remark to me. And he was like, oh, I thought you were wearing a condom, which kind of set off alarm bells in my head because I was like, dude, I woke up naked next to you. Like, where the fuck am I pulling a condom from? Right. He should, he um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, which he was a very nice guy. Like, I don't think he intended for this to happen in any way. What but, a grant statement. Um, well, I mean, truthfully, I mean, it's, oh, just, seen the it's best. Yeah. just as much my, you'd pretty much have to, it'd be like attempted murder for me to not give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> but uh, I, I hear you. Like, I'm the same way. Um, but, you know, I think he, you know, I don't think it was intention for that to happen. And, you know, I felt for me, it was just a momentary lapse in judgment. Yeah. Like I hadn't had sex in a long time. I was. Yeah, you're in a, you're in you that, 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 that post breakup. Yeah, I was yeah. in a monogamous phase. relationship. So you had um, topped. Yes. So which also drastically reduces my chances of drastically it, 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 I mean, it, it does. But well, I actually have information on that, too, as far as like per sexual event. Um, what the likelihood of viral transmission is, you know, depending on what type of behavior you're engaging in. And because you didn't ejaculate, that also lessens your risk, right? But no. It does, but not... It does, but... And that, but, I was so surprised I didn't but know not, that. But not substantially. Like, Just a little I, bit, I, I, though, I, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't count like, on that. Why? Like, why? Because your urethra could... Like open well, maybe, yeah, but maybe well, if the I mean, fluid went well, around his anus and then came back on him. If, um, not, not yeah, as, but it would have to go. It would have form. to go in. Not as much as if you're in the insertive partner, but if you're the receptive partner, there's definitely a large difference if you don't ejaculate into. No, someone. no, no. That's what I'm. I'm talking about as the insertive, as the anal yeah. insertive person. It doesn't make a difference. If not you as come much. Or not, it, it can. As far as like you not just minuscule, a little bit. Yeah, it's not. Not. It's a negligible difference. Um, you know, so basically after this happened you know i had a discussion with this guy and you know right after i you know whenever if you're ever exposed to hiv whether it's through a condom break or whether it's a mistake or you know even if it's on the job if it's occupational exposure and it's a needle prick like your boss is like you need to fuck me or <laughs> you're not getting this promotion corinne <laughs> Um, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about that later, I guess. you <laughs> should treat it as a medical emergency. Um, uh -huh. You know, luckily in New York, there are a lot of resources to go to, but you can go to the emergency room and be treated. You can go to an urgent care facility and be treated. Um, I went to Cal and Lord, which is a um, community health center here in New York. I um, love Cal and Lord. So he Lord. told you, I have HIV. He told me, yes. Okay, so um, that's um, obviously you know, what... after, Yeah, we started talking. Thank he he told, told me. You. Um, luckily, too, he was also on antiretroviral therapy, which right. drastically reduces my chances of... Um, was he undetectable? See, that I don't know. I can't really depend on that. You know, I don't know the guy. I don't, this is the only time I've been had any sort of interaction with him. Preach to the choir. Don't can worry you, about uh, it. Can you tell everybody what undetectable means? Uh, undetectable, whenever you are... It's basically the amount of virus that is in your blood um it, you know they do pcr testing which will can you know it's very sensitive it can determine it can isolate the rna strand of the hiv virus down to like 20 parts per milliliter of blood so if you fall below that threshold i believe which is 20 parts per milliliter um you are considered undetectable so which, you know, they've done studies now where four people who are undetectable over the course of two years having unprotected sex with their partner, um, there has been no transmission of the virus. Wow. 
So, but I mean, it's you know but that does not mean go out are, and fucking have sex yeah. with right. anybody you want to. It's, at any it's point. not a hundred percent. So you know you still Protection. should take the necessary precautions if you uh, you know are in a relationship with someone who is positive. Right. Definitely Ed- speak to your healthcare provider. Power. Yeah. <laughs> knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Education. Knowledge. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. So basically, you know, what happened with me is I went to Callan Lord, Callan Lord, sorry, and they were, um, you know, they were really great. It was a very comfortable environment. I didn't feel judged in any way. And that's um, the key thing. I think a lot of the times we, we feel like we're going to go, number one, who the fuck cares what these people, the most important thing is that you get the help and the safety, care that yeah. you need for your body. But number two, I think a lot of times, yeah, these are, these are professionals the same way as whatever occupation you do, how you're used to seeing or hearing 20,000 stories like that. It's just, it's just, it's, you know, it's not a big deal to them. It's textbook to them. <laughs> it's it's textbook, like something they are trained to But help. in a positive way. Yeah. yeah. And they want to help you. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's why they're there. That's why they're, Especially dedicating their lives like to that. this. This is not big money making. I was gonna imagine like it's maybe in small towns and you go to like a local doctor in some like small right. town. Well, I mean, they then might look at you sideways. Then a, a note sure goes out happens. in the local gazette I mean, that yeah. Tina's a whore. Right. I, re- <laughs> I remember when I was in. I think oh I was like God. a sophomore in high school and I went to get an, an STD test and this was the middle of Michigan and they treated me like I was insane like what were you doing that you need an std test and i was like i have blue cross blue shield can you just stuff that q-tip up my urethra and let me know if there's anything going on because that's what they were doing at the time it wasn't just the like you pee in a cup now before terribly painful q-tip just like shove it up your dick i had i had to ask for an std test from my gynecologist and the first time i got an std test they still do that at the public health clinics in new york sometimes yeah the cotton swab uh, the like pipe cleaner. Ooh. Yeah, you, you so like, ask for an STD test. Yeah. If no one's offered you one, fucking ask for one. If you've had unprotected oh. sex with, so we, we're getting anyone. low on time. Yeah, aren't we? we are. Oh, we, we are, are getting low. Low. We're gonna wrap so this I want to make up. sure that you have the last words of what you wanted. Um. Well, how much time do we have left? Like two minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I have so much more to talk about. Uh, but basically, long story short, you know, as a matter of precaution, I went on. Um, PEP or PEP, which is antiretroviral therapy, um, in the event that you experience exposure to HIV. It's a combination of two drugs now. The most commonly prescribed are Truvada and Isentris, which I have been on for the past three weeks. Um, you know, at first I did, you know, I will say uh, there were some pretty challenging side effects with me at first. I tend to have a very sensitive stomach, so I was experiencing a lot of nausea, and I was, you know, very concerned that I was going to throw up a dose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah. very important that you're very regulated and, you know, take every dose on time as prescribed um, in order for it to be effective. So, um, you know, but luckily I have, you know, friends who've gone through this experience. A great friend of mine, you know, recommended that I eat ice cream, and that really sort of helped with that. I'm still. Ex- and it's also fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um, I still experiencing a lot of fatigue and drowsiness, oh, God, which yeah, is yeah. one of the side effects. Um, but in when any, will you know if you have it? Well, I had my initial. You know, they initially they'll do um, just to briefly talk about HIV testing. They do a rapid test because they have to know that you're negative before you can go on antiretroviral therapy. Okay. Um, and with rapid testing. It's important for everyone to know that, um, you know, that's antibody testing. So typically you do not develop antibodies to an infection um, until after three months of exposure to HIV. Oh, wow. So the vast majority of testing is um, 
antibody testing. So whenever you receive that negative result, it's not negative from that day. It's negative from three months ago, 90 days prior. Uh, um, three months. Yeah. Jeez. And then they do blood work and do a viral load test, which is typically a PCR test. And, um, you know, th those results usually take, I think, one to two weeks. So they do a baseline test. I go through my 28 days of medication and then they do another test at the end of that. And then I'll have my final results as to whether I'm, you know, my status. Yeah. What's the viral load test? Is that, I imagine... um, it's, it's blood work. I mean, it's just an HIV test. It's so actually viral load means like how much. Yeah. It's measuring the actual viral load okay. in your blood. And I think it's, uh, parts per milliliter I want to say okay right and I think this is very uh not only imp it's important I think it's interesting I think it's something that not enough people know about people need to be educated so we're it. we'll keep you updated if you don't mind Grant we'll keep the listeners updated and just kind of like through the process and we'll pass along some more information we'll post information on our Twitter yeah any website our Facebook that you recommend, Grant. um certainly if you have your own question not that we're AIDS experts or HIV experts but if you need uh to find information or if you want us to send you any of this information we'd be more than happy to yeah. sorry about last night show at gmail.com um too. yeah and uh, yeah sorry we'll have you guys on again because this was super informative do you have any clothes you have a closing uh, statement fun. grant i just want to say one thing since it is um pride month and pride is coming yes. up here yes, in new yes, york yes, yes, and yes. i think it's super important um you know for anyone who may be listening that is in the closet or struggling with your sexual orientation or gender identity you know, if there is one thing I kind of hope you take away from this podcast and listening tonight, I just want you to know that you are loved and there is an entire community of people out there, straight allies included, like Corinne and Christina, who will support you and guide you and care about you. And I just hope you find the courage to be proud of yourself and love who you are and come out so you can be the person that you're meant to be. And I think that's, that's something that we, we stand for on the podcast as well. Not only about being gay, but about anything that you think is weird or different or that you are ashamed of that is part of who you are. Um, not like if you're a murderer, but uh, other, anything, anything uh, other than that. <laughs> anything like any sexual preference or yeah. uh, turn on or anything about that. that that's a celebrated. We're all humans, and that's why we're here. We're talking we about love you. open issues. And thank you so much, guys. Thank you, uh, Tommy. Thank you, Grant, for sharing like really interesting yeah. and important and real issues like these yeah. are these, these are, not are things that people are actually I plucked happening. off the street these are like my real friends yeah. and uh, this is just what this we're going through uh, and also I want you guys to tweet Tommy at Larry the Llama 84 on and, uh, Twitter and I, I just have one comment before we end uh, as a stripper I one time threw up on someone projectile vomited while I was giving a lap wow. dance okay. so maybe we can hear that on part two, <laughs> <laughs> part two. thank All you so right. much for listening to guys we fucked the anti-slut shaming uh, podcast and hopefully we'll see you at comics and fuck uh, Fox yeah, see you next week, guys. We love you. Goodbye. I love you.